you're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Maybe You're Like Me with Alicia Watson. It's me, Alicia Watson, and I hope your week is off to a great start. Um, I've been doing a lot of reconnecting with people. I was in a long season of isolation and overwhelmed before, and I didn't have the capacity to invest in my relationships. But relationships are important to me, so... This year has been full of phone calls, dinners, lunches, concerts, chaperoning school functions, planning play dates with my kids, friends, and just hanging out, chilling. And baby, it has refreshed my soul. It really has. Rebuilding my community has been completely intentional. It's one branch, one focus area for my word of the year. And I want to share some of the other branches. So maybe you're like me and you have your word of the year. I know, I know, we're halfway through the year. So really, this episode is an opportunity for you to check in. If you determine a word of the year in January, how are you doing with it? Does your life reflect the changes you wanted to see when you chose the word? And if not, that's fine. Start again today. (laughs) Um, But my word for 2023 is refresh. The scripture I've attached to this word is Old Faithful. Psalm 23. And in the NIV, it reads, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's an odie and it's a goodie. And there's a reason for it because that thing is juicy. It is chock full of goodness. If you don't know that scripture, if you haven't checked it out in a long time, I encourage you to go back and read it and break it down line for line. It is only six verses, but they are so encouraging. And it is one of the reasons why I have chosen refresh as my word of the year. And like I said, there are several branches, several areas that I want to refresh in my life this year. For so long, I felt like I have been spinning my wheels or going in cycles. I don't want to stay here. But I know I don't want to, nor am I called to, go in a different direction in any of these areas. It's like when I go to a website and I get the spinning wheel on my computer and it's just stuck with no movement or progress. I still want to go where I was going. I still want to go to that page. I still want to see what's on the page. I still want to buy those shoes. Um, (laughs) I don't want to click out of it. And so... Instead of changing out of the page or going somewhere else, I do something simple. I just hit the refresh button and the page gets to moving again. I just need to refresh my life to get things moving again. Things have changed and those things have changed me, but I still have agency and power to shape how 
I have the ability to shift my perspective. I have the discipline to take action. And when I don't, I know to seek the Holy Spirit because self-discipline is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so I pray for it and I try, try again. But I also have the fortitude and gratitude that help me to persevere and have peace no matter what comes my way. So in addition to community building, here are my other areas that I am refreshing. I refresh my perspective on whole health, being physically well and fit. Um, losing my parents and some very, very special other family members while they were still relatively young was a wake up call that caring for yourself is a day to day, day by day thing that you cannot just put off until when you have time or when you're more freed up or when something bad happens to you, like you have, you're forced to care about your health. Like I want to be proactive with it. And I'm going to be honest and say that I have not been consistent or intentional about caring for my health or taking advantage of the blessing that is healthcare and health insurance. Like most people, I've been busy doing this or that, serving here and there, working on one project or the next. And by the time I look up, I've not been to the doctor in two or more years. So for me in this season, the refresh looked like instead of being productive for others, doing work and um, showing up and, and being busy, I stopped and started to define productivity in this season as finding an almost entirely new team of providers, which is my um, primary care practitioner, my dentist, my gyno, my optometrist, and then whoever else I needed to see to do preventative care for myself. And then to know, know with certainty whether all was well with me rather than just hoping and putting it off or just coping. Like, With my sinuses, I've not been able to breathe clearly for a long, long time, but I never made time to go and get it checked out. And now I'm good. And the solution was simple. I just had to seek it. Me having those issues breathing affected my sleep, which not being able to sleep affects my weight. Our freezer went out recently and I had to toss everything, which kind of sucks financially. But my perspective shift was that it gave me an opportunity to restock it with more fish and poultry and veggies, which is what I had been wanting to do for a while. Um... I'm going to be real. Our family has gotten a little lax on the quality of our diet and I'm cool. I'm cool with some things in moderation, but we haven't been moderating. And again, what we do consistently and constantly determines our results. Garbage in, garbage out. So I've been glad to start to incorporate better choices, like the 80-20 rule of dieting, like not denying ourselves, but just finding healthier, more whole alternatives to the things that we're eating. And as far as my workouts go, um, I look for things I like to do like dance and hit workouts, or I'll have it stacked by walking the track while my kids are at practice instead of running errands or sitting in the stands. And by doing that, I have a built-in three days a week schedule of working out without having to actually think about working out or force myself to work out. I'm already there. I might as well work out at a workout place where people are working out. (laughs) So um, that's been helpful. And also, since it's summer, I enjoy walks and bike rides outdoors too. And that's just fun. It's just a beautiful way to get a workout in without actually having to think about it being a workout. Because like, if you don't know, I'm not really a person who enjoys working out. I like doing things I like to do that have a healthy benefit. I always tell my friends that you can't fall apart trying to hold it all together. I'm practicing what I preach, putting on my oxygen mask first. And these last six months have been really refreshing for my perspective on the importance of adding myself to the agenda. 
I would rather show up for myself and operate at my best rather than what I used to do, which is run myself into the ground while serving others with the hopes that they would notice me somehow and encourage me to stop caring for them and care for myself because they care for me. It is so backwards. That is such backwards thinking. No one's going to care for you more than you care for yourself. They say, teach people how to treat you. You have to do that. And it's the same, like if you care for yourself first, then other people will care. Like think of the person that you know that hits the gym all the time and your perspective on them. You're not forcing them to do that. They're doing it because they care about themselves. And in the same way, I had to care about myself first instead of expecting other people to make the time for me to take care of myself. Like I own my time. I make my own decisions. I have full reign over my agenda. So I need to put myself on my agenda. And if that means something else gets bumped, that's okay. Because I'm trying to be in the best condition to show up for the rest of my agenda. I don't want to operate from a space of lack, but a space of fullness. Taking care of myself facilitates that. This leads me to another area where I've refreshed, which is mentally and emotionally thriving not just stable, thriving. Um, When was the last time you just sat with your emotions? You don't have to be transparent like me and share them as openly as I do because I know this is not comfortable for a lot of people, but when do you check in with yourself and ask simple questions like, how do I really feel? Am I doing this because I want to do it or because I feel like I am supposed to do it? Am I asking others to show up for me the way that I show up for them? Why not? Do I have anyone I can truly be honest with and vulnerable with and authentic with? Why do I feel like I need to hide who I truly am and what I truly feel? What makes me happy? What brings me joy? Who is a source of light in my life? And how do I spend more time with them? Who drains my energy? And why do I allow them to? What are my boundaries looking like? Am I living out my purpose? Why not? Or if I am, how can I be even more all in with it? Those are some good questions. You should answer those questions. You should pause, rewind, take out some paper and answer those questions and sit with those questions because those are some good questions. Anyways, refreshing my perspective in this way has allowed me to get more honest with myself and to be even more of myself than ever before. I get to drop the burdens and expectations of others and take on Jesus's yoke for my life because it is lighter and safer and better. I'm leaning into me, the fullness of me. You know, in this season, God has urged me to come back to him. You wouldn't have known it because I was still spiritual, still connected, still believed, still could spit Bible verses and break down scripture, but my heart was far away. When you go through trauma, trauma like I've gone through while having a relationship with God, it can feel personal and you can be mad at him, yet still going through the motions. That's not where he wanted me because we do have a real relationship. So he wanted me to turn to him in my pain rather than away from him. He wanted me to remember that sin is the cause of my pain. Sin gave birth to death, to shame, to pain, to struggle. His intention was that we live forever and his love ensured that we will. So that's where I am right now, being like a child and getting in the face of the Lord. Refreshing my trust, refreshing my perspective, filling myself with the word so that the Holy Spirit has what he needs to refresh and comfort my soul. He's helping me to zoom out, to be able to say with my chest, not my will, but your will be done, Lord, and to mean it in the darkest of times, in the lightest of times, to mean it. He's reminding me that my treasure is in heaven and the beautiful parts of this life are just a taste of that. 
that 100% of the time, beauty and joy and peace and love exist in heaven. 100% of the time. He is giving me maturity and hope and faith to keep going and to finish my race strong no matter the obstacles, as long as I abide in him. I know that I'll have the strength to do just that. Y'all, I'm going to be 40 this year. And what I want is for the next 40 years to be different, abundant, more trust, more joy, more gratitude, more connection, more service, more focus, more powerful, more life, and more living, more love, and more loving. And you know what I'm loving right now? The song New Day by Blanca and Jacqueline Carr. It perfectly describes where I am right now. If you know me, you know spring and summer are tied for my favorite season. The song really feels like spring. It really feels like summer. It feels like a fresh start, like a refresh. It says, I'm done with feeling low. Don't take it personal. This life's a miracle. Wake up. It's a new day. And today it definitely is a new day. So if you have not been working on your word of the year, or if you haven't set intentions, or if you got goals that you haven't reached and you've been feeling low, like be done with that. It's a new day. You're breathing. You're here. You're still here. You're still purposed. You're still loved. You're still called. You're still chosen. Lean into that and do what you were placed here to do. Wake up. It's a new day. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you're like me, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Alicia Watson. Send a DM and let's chat. If you know someone who is like us, please share this episode with them. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to find podcasts. And I hope that you have a wonderful week. Okay, bye.